Praise you, Lord, I praise you. Oh, I praise you. Yes, I praise you. How I praise you, my precious Lord. I love you, Lord, I love you. Oh, I love you. Yes, I love you, Lord, I love you, my lovely Lord. You are worthy, Lord, you're worthy. So you're worthy, so worthy. Oh, you're worthy, most holy Lord. Oh, the heavens and Luke chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and the news of him went out throughout all the surrounding regions. See, we see the same cycle repeat. Once the wilderness experience is over, God takes us and he places us in the place where he wants us to be. The preparation period is in the wilderness. But see how Jesus came out of this? Every temptation, every trial that Jesus went through, he overcame. When he finished, when he was done with it, when he overcame, now he is coming out with the power of the Holy Spirit. He didn't come out like, I'm exhausted, you know, from this, you know, nasty devil that's been bothering me, you know, every day. He came out like stronger. He came out more powerful because he overcame. It's like, it's like um, this. It's like a person who goes to battle. Even if the battle gets very, very hot, what happens is he keeps fighting and fighting. Once he's done and he wins the war, he will feel like he's falling down. But the thought that he won... It'll make him run 100 miles. Go back to his place to say, I won, I won, I won, you know. So the Spirit of the Lord is with us. When we come through our wilderness experience, it's not just an excitement like an earthly warrior, but it's much more than that. That excitement definitely is there. We are human beings. God has made us with emotions. That is definitely there. But there's some supernatural power that's been given to us when we walk through the wilderness. God enabled Moses to be a leader. God enabled Joseph to be a leader. So we see many more people in the Bible who walk through the wilderness, but we're just going to see one more, two more actually, but short. We're going to see um, about John the Baptist. Luke chapter 1 verse 80. Luke chapter 1 verse 80. This was a very special child. John the Baptist, who was a cousin of Jesus, was born to Elizabeth and Zechariah. They didn't have children for many, many years. And the Lord blessed them with a child, and this child was a special child. Once again, if you even look at their parents, the parents walked through a wilderness period where they did not have a child for many years when all the other people around them had children.
But when that time came, the Lord blessed them with a very special, unique child. This child was no ordinary child, like the child next door. The next door neighbor's children would have been 50, even 50, 60 years old. That time, these people had a baby. But they all lived an ordinary life. But this child really made history, John the Baptist. So that is the blessing of the desert experience that we are going through. And when we look at John the Baptist, John the Baptist grew and became strong in the spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation of Israel. So once again we see, until he was placed in his mission, he had to be in the desert. And that's where the spirit of the Lord strengthened him. So for each one of us, our desert experience is to strengthen us. Jesus came out of the desert, full of the Holy Spirit. Moses came out of the desert, having an encounter with the Lord. Joseph, he came out of this, his prison and his desert experience, having a powerful experience with the Lord. He overcame. God's word says, even though they hurt his feet with the fetters, the word of the Lord tried and he came out as gold. So that's the power of being in the desert, being strengthened by the Lord. And Jesus, when he came out, says, he was ministered by the angels and he came out with the power of the Holy Spirit. And his fame went through all over because his ministry was no ordinary ministry. It was a supernatural ministry. So if we want the same thing in our lives, if we want a supernatural life, if we want a supernatural encounter with the Lord, if we want God's calling on our lives to be fulfilled, a supernatural calling of God, with a supernatural ministry God has for us, God will take us through the wilderness. He will take us through the desert. And if we cooperate with the Lord and say, Lord, I want to walk with you into the wilderness. Take me, Lord. Take me right into the wilderness. I'm going. When we come forth, when we come out of it, we'll come out with the power of the Holy Spirit. And we'll come out like John the Baptist, growing strong in our spirit during our wilderness time. And when it's time for us to come out, we'll be like full of that charge, full of the Holy Spirit, ready to do what God has called us to do. Otherwise, we'll be useless, basically. But in the desert is where God pours His grace. So the last person we're going to see is from Galatians chapter 1, verse 15 to 18. It's about Paul, Apostle Paul. Galatians chapter 1, verse 15 to 18. Verse 15. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. There's a very specific period, Apostle Paul, when he got saved, when he gave his life to the Lord Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord led him also into desert. That is Arabia, which is desert, we know that. And he's saying that he did not ask people, he did not give thought to that, you know, whether I should go or whether I should not go, or he did not go ask his parents, he did not ask his friends, do you think Arabia would be a good place to go? Is it comfortable? What do I need to take? Or do I have to go? Can I postpone it for another two more years? Nothing of that. He's saying that he did not confer with flesh and blood. That means when the Spirit of the Lord said, let's go. He said, Lord, I'm going. That's it. And the duration that the Lord had for Paul, Paul fulfilled it. And after that, he became a very powerful servant of God, used mightily by the Lord. 
who wrote so many uh, books of the New Testament used by the Spirit of the Lord because he went into desert. Not because he went into the city right away, but because he went into the desert. A lot of times people get saved and immediately they want to um, do exploits for Jesus, completely doing away with the desert. <laughs> That is not possible. It's like a child who goes into kindergarten and says, I want to become a doctor and takes the, you know, play stethoscope and, you know, play um, first aid kit and says, I am a doctor. Child can say all at once, but it is not a doctor. It cannot be a doctor in kindergarten. So we need to go through our stages, our spiritual stages in life where we have to really Walk with the Lord through the desert path that the Lord has for us. So desert is not a negative. Anytime we hear about desert from now, we have to just have that in mind. That it is the most blessed place where we can be because that's where we are being built every day. That's where we are being built until the Lord takes us out. Like John the Baptist, that's where we get strengthened. Until Jesus came out to do his ministry, that's where he received his strength. Moses, Joseph, Paul. The Lord strengthened them all through the desert. So the same thing applies for each one of us. What we're going to do tonight is we're going to thank the Lord for the desert experience that the Lord is taking us through. And how many of you really thank the Lord for the desert? Because when we see the Lord, take away this cup from me. Lord, I don't want this desert. Lord, I'm tired of this. Finish this soon, Lord. How long? We ask all those things, but don't we know God knows? If he has a specific time for Joseph... If we had a specific time for Joseph and if he had a specific time for Moses, if he had a specific time for Jesus, specific time for Paul, and if he had a specific time for different people in the Bible and who are not in the Bible and who were not in the Bible, who lived before us. And if he carried them, won't he carry us? We have to put our trust in the Lord and say, Lord, where you lead me, I'll follow. Lord, wherever you lead me, Lord, right into the desert, Lord, I'm coming with you. That's what God wants to hear. Yes, Lord. Not a no, not an argument, not to say, Lord, give me some more time for me to think. There's a big difference between obeying immediately and delayed obedience. God doesn't lose anything, but we lose. So the time that we take in order to obey the Lord, we lose. So what happens is our desert can get longer. And our time that we have to come out of the desert can be prolonged. But if we say, Lord, whatever you take us through, Lord, I'm willing to go with you. And number two is, we can step into the desert like the children of Israel and become people who complain. Lord, I wish I was in Egypt. Why did you bring me into the desert? Now I don't have water. I don't have food. I don't have this. I don't have that. You know, I could have been there. Now I'm here stuck. I can't even go back. I want to go back, that is not what the Lord wants. And that is not going to produce anything in us. But when we persevere, like we saw in James, through the desert, when we persevere and follow the Lord, isn't He going before us? When we follow Him, then we get our crown of life. Then we get our calling. That crown that God is putting, that's an anointing that God puts, the anointing that God has for us for His work, the calling. That's what the Lord did when he called Moses. He made him a leader. He crowned him, made him a leader. That's what God did for Joseph. That's what the Lord did for Jesus. That's what God did for John the Baptist. It's the anointing of God that will come and rest on us at the end of our desert period. So 
Let's close our eyes and look to the Lord and thank the Lord. Lord, I do not want to become a person of complaint. Lord, forgive me of complaining through my desert. Lord, from today onwards, I want to be a person who will thank you for my desert experience. Lord, from today, I want to be a person who will joyfully follow you, who will keep my eyes on you, not on the desert. Lord, who will keep my eyes on you, not on the scorpions, not on the serpents. Who will not keep my eyes on the desert, but keep my eyes on you. I will not keep my eyes on the heat of the desert. Lord, I will not look and complain, saying that I don't have food, I don't have water, but I will ask you, Lord. So let's look to the Lord and ask the Lord for grace to walk through the desert. And we're going to ask the Lord for grace and for anointing that we need to receive from the Lord when we go through the desert. And keep these Bible characters in our minds, keep them in front of our minds as we go through our desert for people who are still going through the desert, like we're all going through desert. So when we are going through the desert, we have to think about these Bible characters who triumphantly came out of the desert. How did they walk through the desert? Lord, help me to be like these people. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your word. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your word that you gave to us, Lord, this night. Lord, a word in season, Lord, we thank Hallelujah. you. Lord, that you have given, that you wanted to minister to our hearts, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Lord, about our desert experience that you're going through. Lord, each one of us that we are going through. Lord, it is for an appointed time. It is for a very specific time. It is the very specific cause to make us like gold. Thank you, Lord. And to give us the anointing that we need and to send us out with the specific calling that you have, Lord, given us even before we were formed in our mother's womb. We thank you, Father. Lord, forgive us of the times, Lord, that we complain, Lord, about the desert, Lord, that we're going through. Forgive us, Lord, Father. Lord, many times we've complained, Lord. Father, we do not want to be like the children of Israel. But, Lord, we want to be like Moses. We want to be like Joseph. Lord, we want to be like Jesus. Lord, we want to be like John the Baptist. Lord, we want to be like Apostle Paul. Father, make us, Lord. Mold us, Lord, in this desert that we are in right now. Spirit of God, Lord, help us not to cry out to you to take us out of the desert, but rather to learn from you, Lord, rather to receive the anointing from you, Lord, rather to, Lord, have an encounter with you, Jesus, Lord, in our desert. Lord, to be ministered by the angels of Father, to receive all the supernatural revelation that you have for us, or to receive that angelic food of Father from you, Spirit of God, strengthen us this night. Strengthen us, Lord. We are weak vessels of Father. Strengthen us. Pour your grace into us, Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you. 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 Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 hallelujah. We glorify you, we glorify you, glorify you, glorify you, hallelujah. We praise you, praise you, praise you. Let's open our mouths, open our hearts and thank the Lord for our desert. Oh, we praise you and our desert will blossom. We thank you. We thank you because our God is going before us. He makes all the crooked paths straight. Oh, he turns darkness into light before us. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. 
Oh, we praise you, praise you, because God is going before us. That makes all the difference in our desert. We praise you, praise you. He will give us heavenly food. We praise you, Lord. Oh, He will oh, minister to us. He will send His angels for us. We praise you, Father. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you. God Himself will come and visit us. Oh, we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you. Who's
prayer, please contact us at prayer at LBFL International Ministries .org. That's prayer at LBFL International Ministries .org. Or you may phone us at 001-845-360-0534. Once again, 001-845-360-0534. You may write us at Elbethel International Ministries, PO Box 966, Goshen, New York, 10924, USA. On the web, please visit us at www.elbethelinternationalministries.org.